0: You know, the hardest part about when we were talking about doing this podcast was I couldn't talk to you guys about any questions yeah. I had yeah. or, or anything like that for a few weeks. Save for the podcast. Uh, Save for the podcast. So uh, Dalton, Mr. Harry Potter, Mr. Ravenclaw. I'm uh, honored. Chris and I, a buddy, were talking about this question and it was driving me crazy. So why does nobody talk about the fact <laughs> that 11-year-old Harry Potter... Just straight up murdered a man. <laughs> and nobody. Like, he didn't go to trial. Like he, didn't, he didn't. He got candy in, like, the hospital. <laughs> yeah, and a shit to the gold. <laughs> and shit to the gold. <laughs> he, got, he technically got paid for murdering the bitch. <laughs> yeah. and, and an old man, like, talked, you know.
1: Okay, I'll give you that. No one, including Harry, like no one talks about the fact that he did straight up kill a guy, and he was totally unfazed. Like he he, <laughs> he, was, was. he just straight up murdered. Him. I said murder. He did. He killed the dude,
2: and he was totally unfazed by it. Well, him. that's just eighth grade. Well, <laughs> oh, that's eighth grade. That's I mean, did you not kill a man <laughs> in eighth grade? <laughs> that was a rite of passage.
1: passage. But that's kill and murder are two different things. He did kill him, but uh, murder implies that the quarrel was in some way innocent, which is kind of like. It can't be further from the truth. Like this is a guy who give you me know, Voldemort's on the back of his head, so it's really Voldemort. Right, right. He tried he has tried to kill you when you were defenseless infant, so he's already tried to murder you once. He is currently trying to murder you to take the stone from your pocket. But but what I so
0: Coral was like really impressionable, right? Yeah. Like he went to Albania and all that stuff. So he's just a dude. And so if a dude was trying to kill you and like let's say he had a heart attack And then you just went up and started choking them? Like, that's
1: murder. It's a a little different than a heart attack because (laughs) that's (laughs) murder! They're straight up murder it's it's a little different than that but I would also say no it's not murder because he was still trying to kill you don't you don't because Harry didn't know in the moment exactly what his hands were even he doing he was like
0: oh I'm giving this dude third degree burns no no, no. he I'm didn't see he, he like, didn't
1: see all he saw was smoke <laughs> you. you're, you're telling me you're, you're 11 years old smoke means dude. fire smoke <laughs> means <laughs> fire this dude that, has tried that tried to kill you as a baby is currently trying to kill you and you found out when you touch him, he's repelled somehow, and there's some smoke, fine. So whenever, whenever he's near you again, you put your hands on his face to try to rep- repel him further, and because of some magic bullshit, uh, it happens that it kills him. That is in no way murder. That's incredibly self-defense. I,
0: I have an argument for that. Sure, keep going. Te- technically, it is murder because Professor Quill or... His, uh, <laughs> coral, 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 I don't know something, something weird. It's like Corinian uh, coral. But yeah, so technically he was innocent because if it was Voldemort in control, like taking over his body,
1: mm. like yeah. boom, mm. then it was Voldemort because he was expelling he, he, Voldemort. Right, he wasn't doing that. He was killing Professor. Yeah. He coral wasn't con- He wasn't controlling his body. That would be the Imperius Curse. He yeah. just he was just giving him orders. He specifically says. So Voldem- he, just, he specifically says, kill him. Yeah. And so he was just giving him orders to do something. That's what, that's what Andrew brought up. He was really impressionable, which makes maybe gives you some sympathy for him, but it doesn't make him innocent in any sense. So was Voldemort like an evil tumor? I'm a
2: tumor. of a tumor. I'm a it's tumor growing. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's i unroll- <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sure that was in Rowling. <laughs> that was in
1: Rowling's original notes. It was like Voldemort tumor was it? the a notes for Quirrell. I think
0: she made that tweet last like last month. Probably that's probably. Voldemort <laughs> was tweet. a tumor.
1: Voldemort <laughs> <Baltimore> tumor. <but. laughs> but in response (laughs) I I half agree with you that it's weird that he did straight up kill a guy and it's like doesn't impact anyone at all including Harry but not murder I think it
2: impacted Quirrell (laughs)
1: <laughs> a little bit I think he had a bit of a quarrel with yeah. that how about this dude you just take a trip you find some really powerful dude you let him live on your head and you get beat by some 11 11- year you have the most powerful wizard in the universe on the back of your head and you get beat by an 11 year old he just touches you that's gotta that's <laughs> yeah. kind of hurt you get, you get killed by that dude cause my, yeah. biggest, my
0: biggest problem with that is like in the start of the 5th movie when he sees Cedric Diggory die you know he's having all these nightmares you know and you know, uh, Dudley's like, oh, talking to your pillow, Friday your pillow, mm-hmm. and he, he he, killed a man, let's sugarcoat it, he killed a man, and he didn't lose a blink of sleep. No, no, I'm, agri- <laughs> I'm agreeing with <laughs> Until, you. Until, like, <laughs> what, six years later. If
1: I, if I, yeah. If I'm, I'm, I'm agree with agreeing that, with you that the quarrel thing should have traumatized Harry far more than it. Actually, did even though I wouldn't call it murder. He, that's, that's the reason he wasn't guilty of anything, but he still did kill a guy. Like, if you kill someone ah. in self defense, people are usually fing on that, even if they were totally in- innocent. Do you think the castle doctrine is in Hogwarts?
0: The what? The castle doctrine, where you're staying your ground. You're staying your ground <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no, it's not the standard You see my circle? It's not the castle <laughs> doctor. It, 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 it's the, does Dumbledore like you, and, and are, are you the main character? That's, that's, that's what matters with guilt. Are you... <laughs> Do
0: you know how Harry Potter screws in a light bulb? I've heard this. this is a good joke. <laughs> he holds the light bulb in place, and the world rotates around <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh. That... That's, That's All right. So uh so while we're while we're talking here we're drinking from our certain certain cups. So I'm drinking from a Game of Thrones mug. It is a oath drinker. What are you drinking? What? Oath drinker. I'm drinking wine. Well, what oath are you drinking too though? <laughs> well, It's made of valyrian steel so it's like easier to lift your I thought you got it on Amazon. <laughs> right, I did get it off Amazon. Jeff Bezos got some Valyrian <laughs> But I'm doing what Cersei did all in season eight, just drinking, yeah, drinking drink wine and, yeah, drink and, and talking so, about elephants.
2: So we're all drinking all of our favorite fantasy <laughs> it's authors' phone. drinks. J.R. Tolkien didn't have that much mark. of a backbone, so all he drank was bone or beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> all he drank just was drank, beer. Bone, he drank marrow. bone marrow I've been <laughs> drinking bone a for a while. He's he drank beer, nothing super hardcore. Uh, so, J.K. Rowling.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm drinking uh, her preferred beverage, which is gin and tonic. Which uh, it's not bad. There's not much flavor to it, but I mean, it's dry as hell. It's, uh, it, it
2: depends it, on how you make it. It
1: depends on how you make it. it. It goes down easy, and you definitely get the effects. So I mean, it's fine. I'm also drinking it out of the tri- It's, it's not. It's not a review. <laughs> how, did she, <laughs>
0: how did? How did? Dumbledore say it? <laughs> did you put gin and tonic in a couple of times? <laughs> did you put it? <laughs> <laughs> he said calmly. He said, he said calmly. calmly. I, I am uh, drinking uh, not out of a nice Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> which I got some beef about that movie, which we can get in on a later episode, but, you know, it's a Sith cup inspired. I am drinking a nice old-fashioned for an old-fashioned fellow like me and an old-fashioned fellow like George Lucas who mm-hmm. likes old-fashioned ideas and also possibly a little incest. <laughs> <laughs> just a little
2: and so that moves uh, us to our guy who likes a lot of this Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah game, of game of Thrones. Big. <laughs>
0: I think you'd be, wouldn't you be drinking like the blue cow milk that Luke was drinking in the last show? Yeah, that's that's next episode. Yeah, but yeah, I, that's have been, next episode. I haven't been able to find any blue cows anywhere. Any blue cows? No. Well, it's like chocolate milk is chocolate cows. Maybe I gotta get a steer. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you get the milk from a blue cow. Yeah, it's, blue it's just a blue steer. Okay, so for Game of Thrones, um, yeah, back to the incest. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> back to the incest. Like. Why do people
2: keep hanging up on that? <laughs> I <laughs> will we, well we say,
0: but anyways, so um, yeah, for the Game of Thrones question, um, like, how how do you how do you feel about how much he fi- or I should say why why do you feel like he thinks it's okay for incest to be like such a big thing, especially how it's very prominent in the like. Targaryen household yeah, and yeah. mainly the Lannisters. Like, yeah. why do you think it's an acceptable thing for the land of Westeros and Essos? Well, I think it's because he based a lot of Game of Thrones off like the War of the Roses. Okay. So like uh, the Starks are based off the Yorks. Mm-hmm. You know the Lannisters are based off the Lancasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's like a stand-up joke I was thinking about that George R. R. Martin just put dragons in history books. Because, like, he's like, oh, I based the black wedding off of this thing called, like, the Red Feast in Scottish where he murders everyone. And I'm like, oh, so you're just putting, yeah, dragons in history. But, like, it's a very common thing in royalty to, mm-hmm. you know, just say, hey, this is your first cousin. That's also your wife. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it, it's just a very common thing for royalty back in the day to... Kind of keep it in the family, to okay. say. Like to keep the blood pure. Keep it in the family. Keep well, it in the family. Well, I
2: mean, it was even kind of relevant recently. Whenever Prince Harry, I'm not not super, <laughs> up- oh, <laughs> Harry, not <yeah>. super <laughs> I am not super up to date with the royal family, but I know that they brought in uh, who did Prince Harry, I believe. Mary. May- was it Mark- Meghan Markle? It Meghan? Yeah. Right, is is Marvel? Marvel or, or is that the or is yeah, that yeah. Yeah. Marvel yeah, she's American. married actress? Yeah, yeah Harry's the one that married. Hey, me. by the way, we're American. Like, we don't know what's <laughs> on there. What is Britain? Uh, but no, I I remember reading news articles and stuff and <clears throat> fake news stuff about
1: <laughs> demonetized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> demonetized. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oops. No, they just talked about how the one lady she they just married in because it wasn't and I don't know. Apparently there was a problem because it wasn't. She wasn't of royalty, mm. so the the whole royalty thing is like a real aspect in what modern civilizations use of like royalty, where if you marry outside of that, it's not mm. not kosher.
0: <laughs> not kosher. You know, I I was reading, I was rereading Game of Thrones. And a really interesting part that I was reading and I just thought was, like, really cool. Because I, I don't think they touched upon it a lot in the show. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember when um, Sam and, uh, oh, shoot, what what's the wilding girl that's with Sam? Shoot. Oh. I'm the Game of Thrones guy. Oh. <laughs> oh. I watched one episode, yeah. yeah. Is yeah, it, uh, So <laughs> I'll think
2: of it. Gilly. Gilly, Gilly. Yes, thank, Gilly. You. thank you. Thank you, producer. Gilly. Thank you, for... <laughs> so, Thank you, our. Producer.
0: <laughs> so Jon Snow switched Gilly's son, remember, and Mance Raider's son because Melisandra was going to sacrifice Mance Raider's son because oh, he has yeah. like yeah. kingly blood, blood. inside yeah. him. And so they literally swapped kids as they were going to Old Town. And Gilly is just sad and crying the whole time, like going to Old Town. And they don't really explain a lot in the book. And I was like, why is that? But it's she literally left her. Son behind and took Mance Raiders' kid as, uh, yeah, to like kind of, uh, stand us up there in Melisandre. Hmm. Yeah, so royal blood plays a huge, uh, part in Game of Thrones.
1: So you yeah. gotta keep, definitely gotta keep it in the
0: family. Gotta, gotta keep not. it Such in the family. Blood, magic yeah.
1: shit. I, I will say that, of uh, all the genres that we have here, I probably know the least about someone else's genre, which is I know the least about Game of Thrones. I've watched one total episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and what I've, what I've gotten from it is, of all the people introduced, like two of the three main families are like super cool with like incestuous things. <laughs> Who's the two? <laughs> it's one. It's literally one. It's one. The, 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 Who? The, the blonde-haired guy was like all up. Jamie?
0: No, no, no. There's no, 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 no.
1: In the... The blonde-haired chick and guy, the two, the two, two guys, Jamie and blonde. Cersei. Those are brother and sister, Lannisters. Lannisters. No,
2: yes, yes. yes. Did you watch Except the episode? <laughs> no. the, 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 the the
1: bright blonde chick, the two, the two people who Daenerys. are Daenerys, Daenerys, That's it. Yeah. Those two people. The opening scene is like him feeling her up and like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's, a little, it's a little weird that it looks so much alike that he's feeling her up. He's like, oh, bye sister, I'm like. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, he's yeah. kind of like
2: giving your cow, like a, shit, uh, a good rub down. Like, he's yeah. straight grabbing your boob. Like, that is... Yeah. That's <laughs> but just a Targaryen way. It's not. Like, that's the Targaryen. Targaryen So I'm like,
1: two of the three families have done pretty <laughs> insensuous things in episode one. I'm like, this... Oh no, when you haven't seen your siblings in a long time you give them a hug, right? Someone, Yeah, who's... well, if you're
0: Targaryen you haven't seen your sister in a long time... That's...
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't. say I, can't, I can't, uh, relate to that. I mean, no. Again, I would. I, w- I wouldn't.
0: Shane, how's the relationship with you and your sister? <laughs> uh, uh, it's, good. It's, like, <laughs> it's good. It's good. like a is weird. relationship. Yeah, Christmas is a little weird. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. And well, I think bloodlines are like a really big component in fantasy stories. Mm. And I want to know, like, your opinion in Star Wars. It was really cool how you had like the Skywalker bloodline, yep, and like the Obi-Wan bloodline and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then before it was kind of forced in that Rey was a Palpatine. Yep. She was just kind of out of the blue a force user. Mm-hmm. Like what do you think about do you think it's cool that there's a lineage of force users that can, you know, be powerful in the force or do you think it's cooler that the force can kind of pick anybody? <clears throat> hmm. I think I think it's cooler. I think it's actually probably a little bit of both, I would say. I would think there should be like certain prominent families or even say like for the Sith like certain prominent orders, like especially how if you can categorize it how the Sith used to be before Darth Bane took a hold and implemented the famous rule of 2, like Bane from Batman no, not that big. A lot, a lot, a lot cooler. <laughs> bang. Still break. bald though. Still, still bald, bald though. Still, still bald and buff. Uh, but no, um, I think that it's cool that the force is just all around. So it just all matters on who you are and like if you can be in tune. Like some people can just because of like their specific bloodline. But now like you can see that only starts with certain individuals. Like the whole Skywalker bloodline. Wasn't as powerful. Anakin was literally the start of that, mm-hmm. yeah. and it just so happens that just because it was, he only became so powerful is because Palpatine infused part of his essence in Shmi, or in him when he was in Shmi's womb. Is that confirmed? Who, who is Shmi? I, I, I believe, it, is, it is confirmed. I, it, is, just, it is. It is. It has been confirmed. Yes. I was, I was going to
1: ask you about that because I I knew that it was like Shmi was like. Who, who is Shmee? His Shmi mom. Luke Skywalker. You His me Who that is? Oh, I was thinking okay. about that. The same that was gonna be my okay. question. Gotcha. was asking about gotcha. how uh, Shmi became pregnant. There was like some theory. She was basically got pregnant from the Force, but like it's been theorized that it was because so it was from Palpatine. She is that she
0: confirmed? would she like it's it's confirmed, but she was pregnant. She got pregnant basically just by some no name dude. And then she was basically Palpatine infused part of his essence into her womb. Oh, mm. so she did actually like so get impregnated she, she, by a random she, dude. She she was she was already pregnant. Like it was still oh, like okay. just a little fetus. Mm-hmm. And then he infused it with the Force, which is why Anakin is so
1: powerful with the Force. Th- what, mm. But then, was not Shmi that embarrassed in the first episode? she said there wasn't a father, which made sense to me because mm. I thought it was like from the Force. Like there was. She's a, a liar. Yeah, she's, she's alive. Because,
0: yeah, there was. Because I mean, she's technically right. There wasn't a father. There was no father in the picture. Now, whether that was just like a one night in, like a cool club and hookup, or like some other drastic situation, who knows? On how he was actually fathered, mm-hmm. but they just know how basically Anakin, like being the Force years he was, was created. But ultimately, no. I would, I would say, for me, it's a blend of both. I like how the Force just randomly picks but also I do really like how there are those
1: specific like mm-hmm. powerhouse families. Mm-hmm. Like you you, now, you want your nobodies and you want your right, uh, your right. already established families. You want both of them. You want right. both of them to be cool
0: exactly because you want a little bit of contrast there. Yeah. yeah. So which fantasy of all of ours do you think has the coolest magic?
2: Well, Ooh. so I was, that, I was that's a great question. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. reading the uh, the first book and the second book. I'm in the middle of the second book now. But mm-hmm. whenever they go to Lothorian and they get the uh, the cloaks. Yeah. So I know anyone that I've watched the movie with. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're at the Black Gate mm-hmm. and they like fall down the hill and they throw yeah, the cloak just, over. Yeah, over and that, and yeah, yeah. That's exactly they, it's like a boulder. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have a problem with that because they're like, how did they look exactly like a rock? But in the books... They explain that it's basically elven magic, mm. the cloaks that they were given, and whenever they go to Lothlorien, mm. they're like, oh, are these magic cloaks? they you're like, what do you mean? No. <laughs> like, no what do you kidding. mean? Yeah.
0: Can, we so, talk, can we talk about the Hunger Games where, like, Peter no. was like, I worked in the cake factory and he just disguised himself as a boulder. <laughs> <in the whole laughs> <one city. laughs> It, it
1: <laughs> makes he's sense that he could like camouflage that's himself. himself. Maybe not like, a nice boulder. Maybe not to the level that he was invi- like basically invisible, but it makes sense that he could like generally camouflage himself.
2: But yeah, in the book, oh, they wow. they reference regularly um, the cloak the cloaks that they got given from Lothlorien. Mm. They were like, "Are these magic or magic cloaks?" And he's mm. like, "Well, no, they're Elden. Mm. So like, basically, just imagine you like found a Neanderthal. And said, "Here is—is is this you? Like, here, no. yes. Here is an Xbox. Here's
1: an Xbox. And is they're like, it?
2: they're like, oh my god, that's magic. And we're like, well, no, that's a, that's an Xbox. It's right. like, so magic to them isn't like magic. It's it's of elven make, and so all of it is Technology. magic from non-magic point of view. Mm-hmm. But from where the people have no idea about elven make stuff, they're like." That's blasphemy. <laughs> that's that's
0: blasphemy. That's kind of like how the Force is, too. Like, the Force users know that it's just, like, a will of cosmic nature, like a will of cosmic energy that they're just able to bend. But if you're not a Force user, you're just looking like, that is a wizard. Like, how's he leaping? Where, where's this lightning coming from his hands? Like, a lot of people do. And that's also why, um, like, in Star Wars, they're called the Witches of Dothamir, mm-hmm. which are really prominent. They're just really prominent in the dark side of magic. Mm-hmm. But the way they are dark side like the dark side of force not magic mm. but the way they manipulate the force is more of a magic like sorcerer-esque mm. but i would say harry potter has i was like magic. harry potter has because well, if to, you could just to anywhere to, like to, oh to actually answer your
1: question with, <laughs> with, with what harry potter is able to do it seems like that's probably the best answer I don't know. Is there much magic in Game of Thrones? I have to ask you that there, because I don't know. A lot of much blood magic. Like
0: there, yeah, a lot of it is like blood, dark magic. It's like a lot of prophecy, yeah, like blood sacrifice, and sacrifice. I, okay, yeah. I'll give, you, like, I'll give you, you that. That's yeah, um,
1: that's really cool. It's Like Hamlet. I, I would say probably the the, the best voodoo. magic, just because it's more diverse as Harry Potter. But I'm like, it's, it's literally about people who use magic. That's the thing. Um, you can make an argument for Star Wars just because the people who can use the Force they don't need the wand they don't need anything to cast it and they can still do a bunch of different stuff with it. Yeah. Um, the I would go against Lord of the Rings only because it seems like just based off my experience with Gandalf, yeah, yeah. just based off my experience with Gandalf. <laughs> Like how 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 good and how how awesome and how useful the magic is seems to vary. Like half the time, Gandalf's the super powerful wizard who can do like basically anything. Yeah. Half the time, he's like, uh, all I can can do is use a sword. I can cast a few sparks if you want, but other than that, I'm basically just a person. I can ward off the Nazgul. (laughs) but, but, but the other half of the time, I can summon eagles and shoot fireballs at people. Like, But the other time, I'm just basically a normal dude. But, so no, like, that's yeah. that's a really good point, because you're wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gandalf's pretty cool. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. He is cool, but I, I'm just saying it really seems, uh, just from the movies, because I've only read Halfway Through, the first Fellowship book, that it just seems like, like half the time he's awesome and half the time he's like, well, I, I can't really help us at all. Let's just run away.
2: That's a good question. Uh, What's up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, my biggest problem, I feel like Harry Potter, of course, because it's based around magic, has the coolest magic. But I just feel like Avada Kedavra just ruins the whole series. Yeah. Because you have the duel with Voldemort and Dumbledore, which is the coolest magical duel in the entire world, in the entire universe. Like, he's he's hurling glass at him, and he turns it into dust, and he summons his fire dragon. But, like, so all the heroes are using cool, like, leg locker spells and, you know, Expelliarmus and stuff. But the villains just use, they don't care. They just use a Vada you
1: know? Okay. It's... So the, the argument sort of against that is that in order to use it, which it makes sense for all the villains, in order to use that you have to really mean it, which is what Bellatrix talks about. What, so what does get, that mean though? So you have to be like super, you have to be incredibly evil just to be able to use about a because you have to mean it so much. But also, not only can you dodge it, you, can, you, can, you and you can make your opponent unable to use it with one of the spells that you talked about. But you can also... The only way to sort of block it is to cast your own spell against it, which you... Then I, thought into, you like could, I thought you Harry does. I thought you couldn't block himself. about it, could ever. That's what, that's, what, that's why I put air, block in air quotes, because you can't block it. Because block implies, like, they cast the spell, you do something, and it's over. You can cast the spell against it, and that's why the kind of warring scenes between both Dumbledore and uh, Voldemort and between Harry and Voldemort happen, because you notice this thing's green. He's casting it both yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's only sort of blocking because you're not really stopping it. You're just...
2: you stalemate. It's a stalemate. You're attacking make. against it. It's, it's a stalemate. Stale
1: stale. is, is a as a sense Which at least is the priority in Kuntaratum and... Is that, is that because
0: movie? Voldemort and Harry have like the same wand core? Or no, no, no. could you do that with any... Could you cast a spell against the Vada So you, I'm you I'm can asking. always
1: cast a spell against it, which is what Dumbledore does the first time in the, in the movies when we see it and when Harry does in the last movie. The priority in Kuntaratum uh, happens when, be, simply because the dual core is only in the fourth movie, and that that only happens whenever dual core wands are warring against each other. I don't think the spell matters, but it's whenever the spells are cast against each other and they're dealing against each other. It's it's really weird how it works. It's just the souls of any wan- of any people that you've killed with that wand start to come out from the wand. It's really mm. weird how it works, which is why in the movie you see the. Uh,
2: I think you lost me.
0: <laughs> well, make, I'm make a it a I a it's kind of like the ebony make, blade in
1: uh, make it, like with the make, Black it, make it a little so, so prayer and that, makes sense uh, that's what I'm saying you lost a little bit just because it's weirdly specific and that it only happens whenever the twin core wands happen is so it like, because
0: they have phoenix feather or because they're from the same phoenix
1: that I don't I think it's now, because they the same phoenix, phoenix but I don't know I think it's you the know, same
0: I phoenix don't, I don't know do you know what Dumbledore's wand is like the core
1: I I would wager it's the same Phoenix weather, but I actually don't know. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's unicorn hair. Unicorn hair. I'm just gonna throw that out that's there. You right. know. <laughs> I could be wrong, but you know, I'm always like
0: twenty percent <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. Hmm. But
2: all huh? right. Well, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who Who is sponsored by you? Actually. <laughs> so mean, that's <laughs> that's how I was planning on introing into it. Apparently, we don't have any sponsors. That's yes.
0: We're episode um, one, but by episode three, we're gonna have everybody. We're gonna have Raid, we're gonna have we're gonna have Zen, we're gonna have Uh can we get a nice C and H for these beautiful sugar cubes? Sugar cubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you you know, I, mean, I kinda wanna go find a horse and give this to it like just like okay,
1: so Matt, Lord of the Rings guy, <laughs> asked a question for you. So who do you think throughout the movies has the best Character arc, like the mo- the biggest differences
2: from start to finish.
1: That's
2: a good one. So, I mean, people give Frodo a lot mm-hmm. of flack because right. he couldn't throw the ring in at the end. Right. Mm-hmm. But you also have to think about the fact that Frodo literally marched the whole way, yeah, knowing that he had to throw that ring in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really big like character shining moment. Was that yeah. he? He had that evil essence kind of working against him. Mm-hmm. And he still kept marching forward. Um, most people, I would think, would say Sam was because he was. But to be fair, Sam
0: is great. But like, he, he didn't have to hero. wear the ring wasn't. All the one time. No, but he, no,
1: he was a real hero of that movie. They both are. He, did, he was one of the few people that gave it up willingly. Yeah, had had possession of it and gave it up on him. Him and Bilbo were the main people.
0: But Frodo had to carry it the whole time. That's true.
2: Yeah, exactly. So Frodo knew his path and he kept walking. So I think that gives him a lot of respect, in my opinion. He couldn't finish it out. But I think the biggest character arc was probably Pippin. Really? Yeah. Really. Because Mary... um, in my opinion, he was always kind of tried and true. Like he would okay. He would be the guy that like he was <laughs> he was always the step above Pippin. It's like <laughs> yeah, this, Hobbit, it. this Hobbit, this Hobbit stuff just does a give him a tooth, but he's not Pippin. Right?
0: <laughs> he's not Pippin.
2: But Pippin um, I mean, even whenever you read the, the books, Pippin was the youngest and so there was a lot of stuff where they tried to dismiss Pippin just because of his age. In the fact that he was able to light the fires of Gondor and all of that stuff. The fact that Pippin went from being a uh, scared, whatever Stony, you want to call it. Yeah.
0: Stoned Hobbit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Pippin was scared and he kind of dove straight into it, not knowing what was going on. But he was able to kind of overcome all of that. I think Pippin had the best character arc because it, it started as fool of a took and then it ended with Gandalf. Assigning him the biggest task of lighting those the the fires of Gondor, mm-hmm. lighting the beacons. Yeah, and I think that's honestly I'm not a big Pippin fan, but I think <laughs> I think that was the biggest the, the biggest change in, the biggest yeah. Change yeah. in a- character. Aragorn everyone character. else was fun. Air, Aragorn yeah. from Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli. They were all same from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, know, They they had their own like, storylines, right. like, development, and everything. But I think the biggest change in character. Oh. Definitely. Was Pippin. Yeah. From, like, where are we going? Right. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'll climb up this, like, sheer cliff Yeah. light this. Yeah. And then saving Faramir. Yeah. Um, yep. That's true. From
0: Denethor. Yep. Because that's the thing I like about Game of Thrones probably the most, is that the characters are so dynamic. Yes. You know, because I've read Lord of the Rings, I've read, mm-hmm. you know, Harry Potter, not a lot of Star Wars, but... Like, the thing in Game of Thrones is you can hear people's inside thoughts, like what they're mm-hmm. saying, right. and the fact how Jamie Lannister can go from pushing a little boy out of a window to being, like, the best character in the show. Depends that on the is, time. He, right. well,
1: hold on. <laughs> he becomes the best character in the show? He does. Yeah. Dalton <laughs> I mean, hasn't seen had, Game of Thrones. Again, I, I've seen episode oh. one. He's an incestuous asshole.
0: Yeah, spoiler this alert for
1: Dalton. Right. Huge yeah. spoiler, he becomes, <laughs> he spoiler alert.
0: Huge spoiler He becomes one of the best characters in the show the best and redeeming storyline I think I would honestly say of any television yeah. or any movie was Zuko. The, be- the best redemption storyline. Of, of course, other than Zuko. I was, I was, yeah. I was literally but about to yeah. say Zuko's the other best. Than, other, yeah. Than, yeah. Than, other than Zuko. Other than Zuko, <laughs> Zuko like, hands down, like, b- at the start of Game of Thrones, I was like, yeah. Yeah he's just like got finger I'm gonna hate him so much to where about like four fifth fifth
1: season I'm just like let's go Jamie like so basically it. so basically you guys both support incest okay moving on <laughs> so, <laughs> second, <laughs> just, co- you know. second
0: cousins and higher nothing closer <laughs> no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding, <laughs> no. I'm kidding. now how does like character development work so we've talked about Lord mm. of the Rings and Game of Thrones like Star Wars yeah and you know Harry Potter because I feel like, like in Harry Potter, like, I feel like Neville Longbottom, wouldn't you say, mm-hmm. is maybe the biggest character development, mm. maybe?
1: For, for character development, honestly, probably, because he starts out as such the biggest one-dimensional character. He's just the dude that always messes up. And he, he's flushed out, really in the later books, yeah. as this dude with uh, no. feelings like anybody. And he actually becomes a huge part of the story as, like, an actual badass. Yeah. It's, really, it's weirdly reflected, and if you look at the original shots of the character who plays, never, the actor who plays, yeah. not a long yeah, time yeah. his uh, early shots and his current shots, it's really reflected in that. Shout out yeah. to that glow-up. <laughs> that's yeah. how it's yeah. glow-up. That's glow-up. Glow <laughs> literally. Um, so, yeah, that's a pretty good at character arc of the super one-dimensional and just dude who always screws up all the time yeah. to a multi-fledged character who actually becomes a super important towards the end of the story. In Star Wars, who would you Star- say is
0: like... I would say Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, and hands down. Just because he is uh, the he is the poetic hero of like the cinematic universe. Yeah, but also where like, in
2: the poem did they say murder children? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, that ruins. <laughs> look look at every great person. <laughs> <laughs> every great person to get above is <laughs> murdered. Jamie hey, hey, tried to murder
1: a kid. Yeah, so yeah. That that ruins this whole character no, arc. See,
0: okay. but that, but that's the thing. So that the Star Wars that's the that's different about my fantasy compared to your guys. So you guys have such. It started out as books. You have such a huge backing on the books, and then shows and movies developed after that. Yeah. Yeah. This literally started out as movies, and then just went to comic books, and then novelizations of the movies. So not a lot of people, like, when you're watching Star Wars, one of the biggest things that I really didn't think of until I heard, actually, another podcast talking about the novelizations of the books Mm. is, like, the whole uh, Anakin, like, being pissed when they grant him the rank of like, they basically grant him a seat on the council, but don't grant him the rank of master. Yeah. Why he got so pissed? So like, you, you watch the movie, it's just like, oh, he's just a child thrown in temper tantrum. Like this is awkward as shit to watch. I don't like this. But if you read the novelization of the book, he solely wanted because he was still having those premonitions of Padme dying. Yeah. And he had premonitions that in the Jedi archives. That there was knowledge of the ancient Jedi and also the ancient Sith that could potentially save Padme. Yeah. But the only people that can access those archives was Jedi Masters. Um, So basically, when he got the rank, the seat on the council, but not the rank of master, like his last hope and dreams just got shot of saving Padme, which mm -hmm. is why he was so influenced by Palpatine to go to the dark side. So, because basically the Jedi just said, without knowing, just like, oh, you're looking to save everything you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point you brought up with. Like, all of our favorite fantasies ha- started with books. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Game of Thrones was like, 90, 96. Harry Potter was in... 20s? I think, like, yeah, like two, earlier, 2000, no, earlier 2000, than 2001. No, yeah, Herod, Lord, of the, uh, Lord of the Rings was the 19... books were nineteen forty. 40, or 40. It was no. World War no, it was no, after World War One. It, yeah. it was later than nineteen no, yeah, forty. Tolkien served. That. Tolkien served in World War One. So, what do you think? Yeah. Like Star Wars is the like key books if someone wanted to read to like get Star Wars. So there, that's where it gets very complicated because Star Wars, thanks to the Disney acquisition, Disney decides what's canon now. So a lot yeah. of stuff that yeah. Lucas had said was canon is. No longer. It's gone. Yes. Oh, so, oh, um, it's gone. Really, oh. if you're trying to get like with the canon storyline, keep up with the movies. The main things you're gonna want to read is the Marvel Comics produced Star Wars ones. Um, that includes uh, Clone the, Wars. Wars. The, the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. The, the Clone Wars. The TV Wars-time show. Books, TV shows, yet. Yeah. Yep. TV show, yes. Yep. But yeah, comics books wise, that's what you're gonna want to know reading wise, and also the novelizations of the movies. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be what's technically Disney canon, even though some movies like Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, I think, both have like two different editions of a novelization. Mm-hmm. So one of them's canon and one of them's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then there's also the whole Star Wars Legends comics. That's a completely mm. different <laughs> And then you got the video games. So yeah, if you're looking to read up, like keep up what's canon in the movies, start with the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for tuning in for the first episode of That Fantasy Show. Yeah, let us know what topics you want us to talk about, any questions or anything like that. If we, uh, if we, uh, yeah, if it, we, scrutinize like, if us. yeah, if we got <laughs> wrong, turn on that caps lock, type it out. Make us go us. from here to here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. We are That Fantasy Show. Thank you for listening. Cheers. 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 Get it!